When you need mealtime inspiration, it's worth shopping Kroger, where you'll find over 30,000 mouth-watering choices that excite your inner foodie. And no matter what tasty choice you make, you'll enjoy our everyday low prices, plus extra ways to save, like digital coupons worth over $600 each week. You can also save up to $1 off per gallon at the pump with fuel points. More savings and more inspiring flavors make shopping Kroger worth it every time. Kroger, fresh for everyone. Fuel restrictions apply. Save big on Brunch for Mom, all in the Kroger app. Get 16-ounce packs of flavorful Angus 90% Lean Ground Sirloin for $4.99 each with a digital coupon. Then buy two, get two free on 12 packs of delicious Coca-Cola, Pepsi, or 7-Up, all with your card. Shop these deals at your local Kroger, less than five miles away. Or tap the screen now to download the Kroger app to save big today. Kroger, fresh for everyone. Prices and product availability subject to change. Restrictions apply. See site for details. Yeah, the, like you're saying, that wouldn't fit into the narrative, and it would be too productive. It, it's exactly they're going exactly for the, the Anderson Coopers, the I would even say Tucker to an extent, and and the Skelters. They they want the people that are already brainwashed and or set up in that position to tell the lies and keep a straight face. They're hiring actors more than they're hiring news people. It's crazy. It's fucking crazy. Yeah. Um, and and then, you know, you got these, um, they're building out entire presidencies on pre-built, um, pre-built uh, groups like this West exec group. They got like 21, 19 to 23 members in the Biden um deal right now all up in there and they just they pre-build these these um campaigns they pre-build these uh terms everything we'll be back with frantic missy on the other side hi everyone shepherd ambellas here and i wanted to personally thank you for tuning in to the ambellas talk network where you can listen to your favorite shows and guests chop it up 24 7 365 News, talk, and commentary. ATN.live has it all. Great shows like Rained Out Rantcast, Conspiracy Chicks, Berserker Survival, The Cole Report, and my show, The Shepherd Ambella Show. Click the schedule button on the main page to view the full schedule. Also, don't forget to support the network. Scroll down to the bottom of the main page and show some love. Check out your favorite shows, ATN.Live, the Ambellus Talk Network. This is Bethany Adani from the Shepherd Ambellus Show, co-host with Aaron Cole. And I'm here to remind you that you can catch us on Ambellus Talk Network, Monday through Friday, 8 p.m. Eastern Time, 7 p.m. Central. Again, you can catch us on ATN.Live. Call anytime and show us some love. ATN.Live, the Shepherd Ambellis Show, with Shepherd Ambellis and co-host Bethany Adani, which is myself, and Aaron Cole. Join us. Shepherd Ambellis here. I bet you didn't know I make beats. That's right, I make beats, all exclusive original beats that you can have for your very own musical projects. Just contact me on Facebook, Twitter, or via email and set something up. Let me know what you need for your project. Here's my latest beat I call Judgment Day. Original beat Judgment Day by Shepard Ambellis. Remember, if you need an all original beat, contact Shepard Ambellis. Copyright 2020. On the edge of your seat, stop biting your nails, sit back, strap in, and enjoy the ride. You're listening to The Shepard Ambellis Show.
Well, for the next 45 minutes, we're going to have a really special guest. Frantic Missy will be joining us. You can find her on Twitter at Frantic Missy. She's a conspiracy analyst and appears on multiple podcasts. We're proud to have her on the show. I met her in Clubhouse and she has a lot to say. Welcome to the show, Missy. Hello, thanks for having me today. Absolutely, absolutely. And you know, there's so much to get into um, just in general. Uh, you know, uh, so we could talk about anything you want, any direction you want to go, but why don't you tell everyone a little bit about, uh, what you do and, uh, plug your stuff. Oh, I wish I could say that I was boring. Uh, you're anything but boring. Yeah. Oh yeah. It's it's a serious problem. Uh, I talk too much and I talk too fast, which is, uh, I actually had a company called frantic booking and management agency where I, I toured bands and, uh, you know, worked in the music industry for years and years. And uh, that's how oh, I ended wow. up having the name Frantic Missy because of my company name, because people knew me by that, so that's what I went by. But it fit. Uh, it, was used to, it used to be for last-minute booking for bands, and now it's just I talk too much. So it works out. <laughs> <laughs> that's funny. It's perfect. perfect. I'm in the process of setting up my own studio, so I'll be doing my own thing soon. And I've been staying there for like a year now, but, you know, you know how it is. Yeah. Time runs into things and... Well, time is time is sped up, or, or uh, you know, real. yeah, there's not enough time in the day anymore. You notice that? We don't even know what year it is, Shep. I don't true. think so. You know, they changed the calendar. You, in regards to what you introduced the show with, you know that ninety percent of media is owned by five companies, right? Mm-hmm. Oh yeah, you it, know, uh, it's scary because. It, all in all, everything comes down to that BlackRock and Vanguard. So then you got to wonder, oh, you know, it's like, it's like, really? Well, remember that uh, YouTube is owned by Susan Wojcicki and her sister, Anne Wojcicki, owns 23andMe. And during the, the pandemic, uh, they snuck in and bought, BlackRock snuck in and bought Ancestry.com, including all their DNA. See, that scares me. The Ancestry.com, these gene banks and all this shit. Um, yep. That that's scary because and none of us are free from that. We we think that just because we don't send them in our DNA and get ourselves mm-hmm. back doesn't mean that we're not in their system. We're mm-hmm. already in their system due to the hospitals. That's right. That's why they're designing. That's why they're designing these quantum computers so they can be able to access all that information. Number one, they've got stored in those NSA buildings that's just sitting there, right? It's sitting there waiting for us to develop quantum computers. And then secondly, like hospitals, anytime you get your blood taken, anytime you go to take a COVID test, they got your DNA, bro. It's, it's over. It's over. Not only that, I mean, we don't know what this vaccine has in it. There's people that are that have said um, things like, you know, they've checked into it. They say that um, it could track you, you know, like it gives off a frequency. Like uh, there was a, a video that surfaced and I don't know if it's real, but yeah. I went down it like this Russian hacker hacked into the uh, COVID database and pulled up everyone's um, identity that got the vaccine. And they had like uh, tracking numbers on them. Like um, RFID style, like IP style. I wouldn't be the least bit surprised. I mean, your phone is listening to you even when it's off and the batteries don't work. That's why I refuse to have, I got a nine-year-old son, so I refuse to have like Alexa or Google or any of that crap in my house. I won't do it. Uh, the TV, like I keep it off most of the time. I'd rather my kid use my iPad, which is a VPN on it, than have me use anything else, you know? Because I just feel like that's, it, it's still not safe, but it's safer, in yeah. my opinion. I, I think that it's over. I think that battle has already been won by the demons that run, you know, the world. They've taken all of our data. They data mine us. They, just like they mine us for everything else. We are, like you said earlier, we're slaves. We're chattel. We are the sloths. That's right. Ontario speaking. They have taken us over. And, and here's, the really th- here's the thing that really blows my mind. Like, the way they've locked down history, the way they've locked down the universities, this is not, uh, this is not a wingnut plan. Uh, I watched Sam Tripoli go on Joe Rogan and try to, you know, defend to Joe Rogan how crazy this stuff is. And Joe Rogan's like, well, you know, it's about power and money. I'm like, because you have power and money. Never forget that the the reason that Joe Rogan and Alex Jones will always be BFFs is because they're both vitamin salesmen. Mm-hmm. Never true. forget that. There were some parts and, of the interview. I don't, I don't want to take us too far down the road, but Sam would start trying to talk about stuff that was kind of important. And Joe Rogan started talking about fucking cars. It's like you have 
Sam Tripoli yeah. there, who will go crazy on you. And you want to talk about what kind of engine a Porsche 911 or some shit like that has? What the fuck? I know he's, like, stomping on it, but it made me so bad. They're just trying to be, like, trying to be, like, polite. Because he's got to go perform with this dude later. And honestly, <laughs> he and Sam, Sam was one of the first people to be on his show. He's on his show, like, three or four times in the beginning when Joe was nobody. Yeah, that's right. And he hasn't been on the show until now. Mm-hmm. And I thought that was strange. No, don't get me wrong. But, you know, there's people that are fans of Sam and people that are not. You know, that, that's between you and God. Like, it's none of my business who people like and who they don't like. I think one of the biggest problems we're dealing with right now in our community is how much we're all going after each other instead of going after the real demonic, like, nonsense that's out what, there. Like, what, do you think, rock, what do you think causes that, Missy? Because we got Frantic Missy as yeah, our guest. Good. Her, her uh, handle on Twitter is at Frantic Missy. What, uh, what do you think causes this um, in the... Jealousy. Yeah, that's what it seems like to me. Um, but you know, the, the minute you start monetizing things, it's the minute that you start putting yourself in the hands of these people that can, you know, just shut down your bank account, shut down your Patreon, shut down your YouTube, take over your, they can take over your, they can, they can audit you now. They have guns to do it with, you know? Yeah, this is, that's crazy. We were talking about that yesterday the on the show. I mean, that, like the FBI, they're all, <laughs> yeah, they're IRS, they got, yeah. Sh- they got shotgun enforcement units, all this shit. You know, when, when they said yeah, when since when did they over. militarize the IRS? Since when has the IRS been militarized in such a way? It's sick. I want to say 2017, but don't quote me on that one. Yeah, one of my good friends. Uh, uh, it was in response to the Tea Party stuff, remember? One, one of my good friends put me in touch with the prime minister, and I didn't know much about him, and he called today, and it turns out he's, he's a prime minister of his own micronation that he formed to fight it i think i think is what he was telling me is in his battle with the irs he he ended up forming a micronation and and circumventing u.s law so we're going to get him on the show to talk about it well don't forget that they killed john mcafee yeah you know uh he was he was being he was a friend of mine and he was being held for extradition in spain okay and the reason they were holding him was because of unpaid taxes well, you know, they'll, they'll Even come after they'll target anyone, you know, that, uh, I well. mean, they'll target you any way they can, basically, if, if you're outspoken, apparently they go after certain people more than others. I, I don't know what Dave Landau, Dave Landau got audited mm-hmm. immediately after he joined Stephen Crowder's show. He got audited. Mm-hmm. Yeah. Targeting. Never, audited in his life. never had a problem. Targeting but, works like that. Problems. It's crazy. Times, but never had a problem with the IRS until he joined Stephen Crowder's show. Do you think they killed John McAfee, or you think he's alive? Because last I heard, yeah, they don't have alive. a. They haven't released a body. I yeah, could be well, wrong. His wife, his wife Janice, says he's She dead, says he's. Dead. She's okay. Yeah. yeah, I would trust. I would trust a wife to know if her husband's dead for sure. What's okay. really creepy is that last week I got like an email from him, but it was clearly like, an auto email. It was really weird. That's weird. It was very weird. Mm-hmm. And uh, I was like, first of all, like, like I haven't talked to him since you know two months before he passed. That was weird. When I talked to him on the phone. Wow, where did you? What was, was that about? On, do you think? He was trying to get interviews. He was trying to get on like Sam's show or someone's show. I, I introduced him to Sam. I did what I could there, you know. But Sam was also going through his own stuff at the time. He just had babies and also like it was it was kind of rough for him to be able to like make that work. And then uh, he never was. He was supposed to call me back with details. He never called me back. And the next thing you know, he's dead. Wow. That was weird. Yeah, we had him but, on the uh, show. Um, last like. I guess he released, uh, you know, his ghost crypto. He he dropped that on my show the day he launched that. Yes. Yeah, like I said, we were friends since, like, 1999. He's a trip. He's really energetic. Um, he was. Yeah, he like, was he's, he's, like, a real fun dude to talk with behind the scenes and all that. I, uh, the person I really feel bad is, is for his wife. Because Janice, like, yeah, when people find out what a good guy John McAfee actually was, like, he was going around the world like taking these girls that, you know, were being pimped out and like rescuing them and bringing them back to his like house and like Belize and stuff. And then they all turned on him the minute they some waved money in front of him. It was a big old mess. Actually, not all of them. A couple of them turned on him. They had a guy going through his garbage, like making documentaries about him and stuff. And he's like, dude, what the hell? Like he didn't murder anybody. <laughs> that was obviously a ploy by the Belizean government to like, you know, extort him for money. And, you know, the whole thing. He, he, at the end, like, he always had, like, a twisted sense of humor. Like, he would go on these, like, forums and pretend to be on, like, bath salts 
like mess with people. Oh <laughs> wow! He knew it would rile them up. Yeah, he was the instigator. Yeah, he liked to get people all all riled up. (laughs) Yeah. Yeah, and it worked. Personally, I didn't realize what an activist he was until after his death. I really really? didn't know much about him. And yeah, uh uh-huh, yeah. And I realized, like, he really was a hardcore activist, for real. He was one of them. He was one of them. He grew up going to British boarding school. He was one of them, and he turned on them. I think He got given that company the same way. Uh, you know, Bill Gates got given his company. Well, he, I think he got out. I don't know the, I don't know this exactly, but I kind of heard him like talking about this, but um, it sounded like, you know, they they wanted, they wanted to use his software or something on all this shit. So like he, he, you know, he sold that out so he wouldn't have his name on it anymore, but basically they weaponized it because I think they get this type stuff. Yeah, because yeah, he, he wouldn't do it. Yeah, they weaponized his uh, his uh, code or something somehow and uh, used it later. Absolutely, absolutely. But here's the thing: is like he he realized when they tried to kill him, and there was that accident between um, uh, one of the flight instructors and his nephew, and mm-hmm. that I forget what it was called, but it was like this uh, this like plane thing that he invented. Oh, really? He he he, he was into aeronautics or something or what? Yeah, he was, he was creating, oh, really? he invented a, a, like a flying machine thing. Shit, I didn't know that. Oh, yeah, yeah, and they, and, and they killed, he was supposed to be in a plane that day, but he couldn't go, so he had a flight instructor go meet his nephew, and it fell out the sky, and they both died, and he was supposed to be in there. So he knew then that it was time to, it was time to bail. Mm-hmm. Yeah, he had to bail. And I, so I mean, they I, killed I his nephew by accident? Is that what you're saying? No, they killed his nephew on purpose. They killed the flight instructor by accident, who sued him, by the way. No, okay. I thought I thought he was supposed to be in the plane. Um, okay, I got you. I got you. They uh, I, I, they arrested him in Guatemala. I think it was Guatemala, if I'm not mistaken. Mm-hmm. Uh, and tried to hold him for extradition back in like 2013. Don't quote me on the dates on this because it's you know. Again, I remember I was talking on the phone with him this whole time. He would find my phone number by the way, like, and I was like, how did he get this new number? Like, it was really strange, but he was very intelligent. He used to just throw laptops off the sailboat, like in Georgetown. Outside of the bomb, <laughs> he just throw boat. He would just throw the feed, throw it all that top off. He's like, "You're watching this one." I throw it underwater. He's like, "Enjoy the speaking of the fishes." <laughs> <laughs> and uh, yeah, he would do that. But uh, they tried to arrest him in Guatemala and hold him for extradition due to a civil lawsuit. Yeah, yeah. yeah, yeah I, How the, extrajudicial can you get? Right. That's the only way they could grab him or something, you know. And so they brought him down like that. Well, ultimately, he, knew, he knows all their dirty little secrets. Mm-hmm. They can't let you leave. It is like it is worse than the mafia. They don't let you leave. When you're one of them, yeah. you don't. Well, you don't get out. Well, remember he talked about having like a dead man switch or something. I'm just waiting for yeah. someone to release that. Oh, yeah. I, I, no. You don't quote me on. Well, go ahead and quote me on this. Screw it. I don't care. Well, they can't take anything from me anyway. They can't. Good luck. I, I don't have. I don't have a you know a pot to piss in. So good luck, assholes. Like, but <laughs> legit. Um, he he talked about how. Um, I asked him point blank because I figured out, I, I was like, are you Rusty Shackelford? Because there was a guy that was releasing videos mm-hmm. that, and he was in the right place at the right time. It was doing these drone videos of Jeffrey Epstein, like Island, where the FBI was like, right before they blew up all the tunnels and all. Mm-hmm. Remember that? Kind and of. Rusty Shackelford was releasing videos on YouTube. And I asked him point blank. I was like, John, when he called me, I was like, John, are you Rusty Shackelford? And he wouldn't answer the question. And he was always the guy that would say yes or no. And oh, the fact wow. that he answer the question, I was like, probably yes. And then I asked him, but John, what is it they've got against you? Because it seems like it's you, it's Kim.com, it's Julian Assange. You guys are all like related to this Bitcoin stuff. I was like, do you have something that they want in regards to the Bitcoin blockchain? And he wouldn't answer that question either. So, again, he never said yes, he never said no. He just wouldn't answer the question, which was very unusual for him. This is the guy that would go on forums and say he was doing bass off to fuck with people. He was so, a I trip. Mean, like, um, I, I remember doing an interview with him, and then at like one point, it was like someone told him, they're like, I don't know, you could just tell. It was almost like they got they got what they needed or they didn't want to be tracked because they didn't want to be like online too long or something. They're like, okay, well, oh, we're out, you know, and they like dipped. And it, it was remember, like weird, like he's really um, elusive. Yeah. Well, if you remember, right 
after, was it right before he got arrested, there was that whole thing of the colonial pipeline business. And mm-hmm. then they said, oh, well, the FBI released it. I don't remember, like, again, like, this has been white, but I remember distinctly. I have a, a very good memory. And I remember reading a headline, and I, pro- I have got screenshots somewhere, uh, where the FBI said they had infiltrated and hacked the Bitcoin blockchain to get that money back from the people. Oh, that's right. Yeah, the- that yes. that's fucking bullshit. And yeah. next thing you know, he's dead. Yeah, that, that you, it makes you wonder what uh, who they had to do they, that or if they did that or what the deal was. You're right. I remember that. That was, was weird. Me for two months. And here's the kicker. My ex-boyfriend owned, like, a huge, like, company. They do security. Like, they would do, like, security cameras like a governor, like, you know, when Nikki Hayes was in office, all that stuff, right? Mm-hmm. So he's like, he's, like, no, he's, like, no small potatoes. And he invented a software, like, to help, you know, process the insurance claims during Hurricane Hugo and just gave it to the, you know, like, to this, this oh, stuff really? going on. Like, yeah. Oh, wow. Yeah, he's no joke. Stay there, stay there. We got to go to a break. We'll be back. Frantic Missy is our guest. Follow her on Twitter at Frantic Missy. Stay tuned. We'll be back. This is Bethany Adani from the Shepherd Ambella Show, co-host with Aaron Cole. And I'm here to remind you that you can catch us on Ambella's Talk Network, Monday through Friday, 8 p.m. Eastern Time, 7 p.m. Central. Again, you can catch us on ATN.Live. Call anytime and show us some love. ATN.Live, the Shepherd Ambella Show, with Shepherd Ambellis and co-host Bethany Adani, which is myself, and Aaron Cole. Join us. Shepard Ambellis here. I bet you didn't know I make beats. That's right, I make beats. All exclusive, original beats that you can have for your very own musical projects. Just contact me on Facebook, Twitter, or via email and set something up. Let me know what you need for your project. Here's my latest beat I call Judgment Day. Original beat Judgment Day by Shepard Ambellis. Remember, if you need an all original beat, contact Shepard Ambellis. Copyright 2020. Hi everyone, Shepard Ambellis here, and I wanted to personally thank you for tuning in to the Ambellis Talk Network where you can listen to your favorite shows and guests chop it up 24-7, 365. News, talk, and commentary. ATN.Live has it all. Great shows like Rained Out Rantcast, Conspiracy Chicks, Berserker Survival, The Cole Report, and my show, The Shepherd Ambella Show. Click the schedule button on the main page to view the full schedule. Also, Don't forget to support the network. Scroll down to the bottom of the main page and show some love. Check out your favorite shows, ATN.Live, the Ambellus Talk Network. He's forgotten more than most people know. If you've thought about it, he's done it. He once failed a high school course with an A+. He's Shepard Ambellis, and you are listening to his show.
Frantic Missy is our guest. Bethany Adani is with us and Aaron Cole's with us as well. Make sure and go to ATN.live and scroll down to the bottom of the page and show us some love. Uh, help support the network right now in its early phases until we get everything really rolling. Uh, another good way to support the network is to tell at least one or two, three people a day about it and make sure that they got it programmed on their phone's main screen as a shortcut. So it's basically like an app at that point. Um, we're eventually going to get an app, but ATN.live, tell everyone about it, support it. Uh, we got Fran. Yeah, we got Franic. It, oh, five star rated. Five star rated, yes. right? Yes, yeah. If you're a podcast person, go ahead and leave us five stars and review. Pretty please. Some people have been doing it, and we appreciate that very much. If you don't have any money, that's an easy, quick way to do it. it takes two seconds. Go on Apple Podcasts right now and do it, or Spotify, or whatever. Uh, Franic Missy's our guest. Um, everything seems like a modern day book burning. They're destroying information. They're scrubbing the electronic books, the internet. They're scrubbing people. They're scrubbing information from the internet. And it seems like a satanic diabolical agenda um, in general. And I know on the show several times we talked about Tartaria and uh, how they've even hidden the history of some of these buildings and some of our recent past and people wouldn't even believe it because of how well they've done it through common core through the rockefeller foundation through the smithsonian and other things frantic missy uh they're burning our books it's a modern day book burning modern day they've been doing this forever you ever heard of the song high empire and what they did to timbuktu this has been going on forever those same people by the way the berbers went up to spain started the spanish inquisition those people went on to form the modern Vatican, like the Renaissance era, like stuff like it's, it's all it's, it's all the same stuff. The craziest thing of all is that like when we talk about Tartarian stuff, like the capital of the Songhai Empire was a city named Gao, which is also one of like the eight banner families from China. And then you look at like their architecture China. and you look at their Yeah, it's all the same. It's all like it's so crazy how we have all of the same architecture all over the world. Right. And yet at the same time, people want to sit there and argue like, oh, no, the history books, the Rockefeller education system totally got it right. You know the craziest thing of all, Shep? The pyramid. Do you know who controls access to being able to go and visit or climb or go into the pyramids? Do you know who controls that? The Cairo Museum. You know who owns the Cairo Museum? Well, it's the Rockefeller Foundation, of course. Isn't that crazy how the, the Rockefeller Foundation, the Smithsonian, they have their hands in everything. Smithsonian. Yeah, they, they've, it's a, I mean, it, it's crazy that they hoard this stuff. You know, it's like Hitler was going around the world too, looking for all these artifacts, you know, the Holy Grail, all this shit. Um, and, you know, the Vatican has, it has a ton of uh, stuff like this. They have a big library. Um, yeah, you're not allowed to access unless you're mm -hmm. Catholic and you got to be on a list and like they will go through all your stuff. It takes months and months and months and then they only let you access the book that you requested ahead of time. But if you don't know that book's there, how can you access it? Right, right, right. right? So you can't, it's, it's you so, can never access the important it's like stuff. Room. It's, it's like the Mormons do when they give you their little secret briefcase of what the next step is. <laughs> not the Mormons, excuse me, the Scientologists where they give you a secret briefcase and you gotta go sit there and there's like a security guard standing there and like they've got the, the suitcase handcuffed to your hand and you could open but you could only view the page in the brief. It's, it's the same kind of crap. And it, it's just, it's locking up our knowledge and locking up what they don't burn. I mean, also don't forget, it was the Jesuits who came to Mesoamerica and burned all the documents here. So we don't even have records of what really went on. We're told that they get all this stuff, right? But I mean, how do we really even know? Yeah, you know, archaeology has been infiltrated just like everything else. Well, Can you imagine in like a hundred years from now, with all the like the statues they've torn down in like twenty twenty two and twenty twenty one, what's going to be? It's is, it's crazy. Let's talk about Ur. What happened in Ur in, in Iraq when the first thing that the soldiers oh, wow. did? Yeah. Which, yeah. if you know, voiceover guy, he told you this. Like he was there. He was there, mm. and he watched them dismantle like and and rob all of these like things for the steel stone and and destroy stuff on the side of the road. And what happened was, is after 
the uh, the ISIS, which is probably us, wink, wink, the is, 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 is us, uh, <laughs> they came in and destroyed the temple that was in Ur. Well, the most interesting thing about that isn't the fact that they destroyed the temple. First of all, they'd already taken, like, to the British Museum, those, the gates from Babylon and all that. They already, they already raided that. So it was literally just like a pile of rocks at this point anyways. But when they destroyed it, people need to understand that Abraham, as in the father of Abrahamic religion, right, of all three, the only monotheistic religions that did not sacrifice children, right? He was from Ur. Oh, really? That was the tenth. Yes. When he walked his son Isaac up the mountain. And this is not just a story. This is a story that's in many cultures, told many times in many different ways. But it's, it's demonized in cultures that sacrifice children and pregnant women. The Celts were headhunters, you know? But... In the Abrahamic religions, the, the, the most important thing about that was creating a trauma bond, an epigenetic memory, right? Having a physical mark on your body and saying there is one God. We don't hurt kids, dude. We don't do sacrifice of people. Very and simple rules to follow. Very simple rules to follow. And it's been, I mean, like, it, 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 it shocks me that the God of Earth, the god that they had in Sumeria was Baal, which is the same god that Moses, like, he couldn't even make it down the mountain. They're like, hey, uh, he's like, I got these. Hey, what? Really, guys? I couldn't even make it down the mountain? You already, you already wrote three of the commandments? Really? Three? <laughs> Never got to wander in the desert for 40 years eating crap off the ground, which is called manna, which is the same thing that Facebook calls their freaking Decentraland app. Like, their, their cryptocurrency is called manna, dude. Come on. It's all connected. And people can't see this stuff because they don't know their history. And this Baal God is the same God that was the Phoenician God, by the way, that created our alphabet, okay? Baal. And the female version of it was called Tanit, which was a triangle, which was like a pyramid. Hmm, crazy, huh? With an eye, an arm, which you see in pop culture and everywhere else, right? The female God was Tanit, the male God was Baal, right? And that's where they would sacrifice their babies in Carthage. Carthage was such a nightmare that the Romans burn it to the ground and salted the earth. The Romans burn it to the ground and salted the earth. That's how <laughs> That's it's hard to be wear really bad. And throw their kids on an open fire, like no problems. No oh, questions really? asked. In the, in, the, in the Hebrew text, right, when you hear about, yea, though I walk through the valley of the shadow of death, it is probably the most famous Bible verse that even people that aren't Christians will have you say at their funeral, right? Because we assume it's funeralistic. It has to be with the, with the burial of a body or death. No, the valley of the shadow of death is where the Phoenicians used to sacrifice babies. And it's so horrific to this day. But yea, though I walk through, not, not even, um, they won't bury people there. They won't set foot on the land. It's called the, the valley of the shadow of death. And that's where the Phoenicians would sacrifice their babies. That is how horrific this was. That's how bad it was. Yea, though I walk through the valley of the shadow of death. Yea, though I have to watch a baby get sacrificed in the name of of a god named Baal, not Israel. I can imagine trying to do like a ghost trip through there and like try to catch some like EVPs and just like measure what that land is right now. I don't know if salting it and burning it would take away all that bad energy, but I feel the like something that bad would stay. The topaths are what they call the temples in Carthage. And there's, it's so funny that these, these archaeologists, this, this tells you they're full of crap. Cause like there's always like there's always someone that's like that's not what really happened. Cause I was told by my professor, I was told by his professor, I was told by his professor that's not what really happened. Even though they've got urns with little baby bones in it. Yeah. <laughs> that's how you control history. You just uh, just start start that it's chain, not. and that's how I was told, and that's how I was told. That's how we look at a, a globe model now too. It's like yeah, that's what I was taught in school, so that's what makes sense to me. Well, you know, it's not, it's not just the Baal thing. I mean, in my opinion. Now, granted, everybody's entitled to their own, and everybody has their own opinion on how things work and what's going on in our universe. Uh, I, I personally believe in God, and I don't believe the Bible's a perfect record. My dad and I go round and round about it because he thinks it's perfect. And I'm like, you know, King James also wrote, you know, the, the book Demonology that made him sacrifice all these people. For but, those you know, that don't whatever. know, Frantic Missy, your father's a pastor, right? He's a man of yes. the cloth. Okay, for those that don't know. A man of the cloth? I've never heard that. <laughs> Fucking man uh, of the Southern cloth. Baptist, yeah. Yeah. We got to go to a break, Missy. Hold on. Hang in there, everyone. Then we got 10 more minutes with Missy on the other side, and we're going to see what we can do to talk about some solutions. 
Hi everyone, Shepard Ambellis here, and I wanted to personally thank you for tuning in to the Ambellis Talk Network, where you can listen to your favorite shows and guests chop it up 24-7-365. News, talk, and commentary. ATN.Live has it all. Great shows like Rained Out Rantcast, Conspiracy Chicks, Berserker Survival, The Cole Report, and my show, The Shepherd Ambella Show. Click the schedule button on the main page to view the full schedule. Also, don't forget to support the network. Scroll down to the bottom of the main page and show some love. Check out your favorite shows, ATN.Live, The Ambellus Talk Network. This is Bethany Adani from The Shepherd Ambellis Show, co-host with Aaron Cole. And I'm here to remind you that you can catch us on Ambellis Talk Network, Monday through Friday, 8 p.m. Eastern Time, 7 p.m. Central. Again, you can catch us on ATN.Live. Call anytime and show us some love. ATN.Live, The Shepherd Ambellis Show, with Shepherd Ambellis and co-host Bethany Adani, which is myself, and Aaron Cole. Join us. Shepard Ambellis here. I bet you didn't know I make beats. That's right, I make beats. All exclusive, original beats that you can have for your very own musical projects. Just contact me on Facebook, Twitter, or via email and set something up. Let me know what you need for your project. Here's my latest beat I call Judgment Day. Original beat Judgment Day by Shepard Ambellis. Remember, if you need an all original beat, contact Shepard Ambellis. Copyright 2020. He prefers Dogman over Bigfoot and Mothman. He once got in a fight with a pit bull and won. His passion for the truth is infinite. He is Shepard Ambellis, and you are listening to his show. Nothing in the world works the way you think it does. Jordan Maxwell once said in one of my films, Shade, the motion picture. And, um, you know, it's so true. It's when I listen to him say that in the film and we put that in the trailer and then to see where everything is now and how things have developed in the last 10, 10 years since that film. Uh, it's interesting, you know, and and watching all these originals that um, came out and were trying to get information out to make a difference and make it to where people can educate themselves. Right now, we're with with uh, Frantic Missy. You can follow her on Twitter, uh, talking about a lot of different topics. Uh, Missy. Uh, we touched on Tartaria a little bit, you know, hidden, hidden history, the, the book burning, all this stuff. What, uh, what do you think can be done to empower? Like, how can everyone empower themselves? How can we empower the people? What, what can we do, uh, to counter this demonic action from these satanic beasts? I think there's two things that people need to realize that are super important. And I was trying to get that in uh, before the break. But uh, number one, this God Baal, you know, this ancient God. Also, look at Baphomet, right? These are not Bullock, right? Which we saw what happened with that, with the Bohemian Grove in the videos and everything came out for that. 
These aren't ancient gods. These are gods that have always been here. This has always been spiritual warfare. Uh, Baal was to promote, you know, modern day child sacrifice, AKA, you know, full term abortions, things like that. And you've got Baphomet who wants to promote, uh, you know, downstairs mix ups with kids, uh, children that are literally, you know, ripping out their insides so they can, you know, look just like Baphomet, be both genders at the same time, you know? And uh, as far as like Moloch and all is concerned, that's about casting your care onto something. If you look at the cremation of care ceremony, which I'm not going to go into detail about, but we, you know, please y'all check me out on Twitter. Go into Twitter spaces. We talk about this stuff all the time. Uh, I'm always in there messing around, uh, and I go into deep, deep dives on these things. But I think that the most important thing, the number one thing that we need to realize is number one, our history is being hidden. Number two, our our books are being burned. Everything is now being digitized, and we've seen, you know, which we referenced earlier, how stories just disappear. Right? Yeah. And they changed the story. There's a story out today where the headline says one thing that isn't mentioned in the story at all on the Wall Street Journal. It's absolutely insane. Like, we cannot trust these media people to like, tell us the truth. We have to do our own research. And if we want to empower ourselves, we're going to do three things. Number one, we need to stay positive. Uh, no matter how many times people are going to say, you know, and be black killed, and be like, well, it's all over. They've got control of everything. Well, if they had control of everything, they wouldn't still be fighting as hard as they're fighting. They're in the corner and they're on the road. And if they weren't, if they had control, they would already have us all locked down in a Walmart parking lot, right? I don't know about you, Chef, but what, what's your what's your FEMA side skill going to be? Because that's the kind of thing I think about. I'm still being positive. Like, how am I going to – I mean, if it goes real bad, what's the best thing that can happen? That's the way I have to think. We have to be positive. We have to be white – we have to be white-pilled. Because if we start getting into that negativity, we won't be able to get ourselves out. The second thing that's super important that people need to remember is the fact that if we didn't have all this power, they wouldn't want to take it from us. So remember that you are powerful. And the third thing I want to remind people is, you know, no matter what you believe in, dark things come to steal, kill, and destroy. That's why they can't create. And if you want to fight darkness, create, make something, write a book, make a painting, write a poem, write a song, make some beats, start a radio station, do something. Don't just sit there and take it. Create. Because every time you create, that is punching the dark things in the eye. That is how you win, because they can't do it. They can't create. They can only steal, kill, and destroy. Frantic Missy, you are on fire. What do you guys think, uh, Bethany and Cole? <laughs> I yeah. love it. That was, that was great. Uh, I, yeah, I, I mean, I think uh, just perseverance, too, you know, um, in everything you said, um, in... Uh, just never giving up. I mean, don't people have like a primal um, need or like a primal um, want to defend themselves and their family and uh, better themselves and their family and their in their environment? Um, it seems like a general reflex, but apparently this has been taken away from a lot of people. So people need to exercise that reflex. I think even the far left knows deep down something's very wrong. The problem is they don't have any organized religions. Their religion that has no articles of faith is completely out of control and off the rails because there's nothing to keep them in line. Their religion goes wherever their religion goes, wherever the religious leaders say to go. They are complete. It's a cult. It is a cult. You know? And they are just flying by the seat of their pants. And, and you know... <laughs> We all get up, everyone gets frustrated. I'm so sick of getting the word retard, I can scream. We can't, we can't do that, you know? We can't criticize these people. Like, yes, we can criticize what they say and what they do, but we can't just start calling them names because then we're just as bad as they are. And like, we gotta like rise above and like be the example because they're gonna come looking to us for, for relief because there's a lot of moms out there that and they are having all kinds of problems. So they, they know what they did was wrong deep down, they know it. And they're doing like any criminal does. They're desperately trying to say like, what I did wasn't wrong. And trying to blame someone else, but in reality, they know deep down that they should have done the research. They should have. So, of course, there's no way to back someone into a corner and not have them try to fight their way out verbally and otherwise. We've got to stop backing these people into corners. And then maybe we can find some common ground and we can work our way through this because we are so powerful together. We have no power if we all break off in our own little faction, especially if we start you know, sacrificing each other. That's not the way to handle this. They all just got to rise above. Yeah, they, they also got a lot of different activists and uh, organizations that could work together, different, um, even like news groups and personalities yeah. and stuff like that. They've got them all to where they're in fighting or uh, 
you know, they're scared to do anything. And they do this though. They, they send in infiltrators. Obviously it's a, you know, they want to create chaos. They want to uh, blow out any, anything, any kind of movement, you know, uh, any kind of networking. They want to stop that. You know? Mm-hmm. So pers- yeah. persevere, I guess, you know, um, anything else, Frantic Missy? We got probably three, four minutes left. My dad used to tell me when I was a kid, and he always has the best advice. Again, you know, he's the son of the baddest minister, but he left the church because mm-hmm. he realized it's about money, and it's not about money. He marries people, he buries people, he counts them in between, and he never gets paid a dime to do it. That's my dad now. He's got the piece of paper that says he's got the degree, but it doesn't matter to him. It's never been about that. It's never been about controlling people, and it's never been about taking people's money. He would get up there, just like I'm doing right now, just like you're doing right now, just like Bethany and Aaron are doing right now, just like Rantcast, just like everybody else on your network getting up here and we're speaking, and we're not doing it like to look cool. We're not doing it to make money. We're doing it because it's the right thing to do and because we want to help other people. Uh, if we can all just take our hand, you know, one finger, you can po- you can poke someone in the chest, and it kind of hurts a little, right? But if you take every finger on your hand and put it into a fist, you're going to have a much more powerful weapon. We got to learn how to make fists instead of just being fingers. And when we figure that out, and we all as a community, and I'm talking about not just the conspiracy analyst group, not just, you know, the Stephen Crowder, you know, conservative, you know, you know, whatever. Not even far, all these different groups and labels, right? Gut, Gutfeld is doing his thing, right? Everybody's doing their own thing. But when we all get together and we all like realize like, okay, this is the final draw. We're weaponizing the IRS. We saw what they did with the Tea Party, right? We know that this is never going to end. We saw what they did with the banks when they built the banks out. We know that this is evil. And I think that we all just need to start working with each other and for each other and realizing, like, look, it's nice to be funded, right? But just like when we talked about Isaac and Abraham at the top of that mountain, God doesn't just, there's not just one God and our God just doesn't just not hurt kids. He also always provides because instead of Isaac being a sacrifice, something else got sacrificed. He provided a goat, and that got sacrificed instead. So we need to understand, like, we all have to make a little bit of a sacrifice, but if we work together and we stop making it about profits, Joe Rogan gets this. He gets this with comedy. This is not a, we're not in a famine mindset right now. We are all full. We got plenty to eat. We all need to work together to fight the evil. And that's how we're going to get ourselves out of this. And until we figure that out, we're going to be in the same perpetuary news cycle that we're still in. It's not going to end until we all get together and like use each other to help build a ladder, you know, out of this bullshit. Frantic Missy, thank you for being so frantic. Uh, We got a lot (laughs) fit into the hour. That was powerful power hour with Frantic Missy. Everyone, Frantic Missy. Follow her on Twitter. Thank you. We got to get out of here. The... I got to change the commercial because we got the time wrong in the commercial, but the Shepard Ambella show airs weekdays, Monday through Friday, 7 p.m. Eastern, 6 Central on ATN.live. All right. We'll see you tomorrow. Go to the main page of the network. Scroll down to the bottom and show some love. Donate. Support the network. See you later. Rantcast is up next. Thanks for coming, Frantic Missy. A three-stranded cord is not easily broken. Two are better than one, that's for sure. Agreed. Have a good night, everyone. Shepard M. Bellis here. I bet you didn't know I make beats. That's right, I make beats. All exclusive, original beats that you can have for your very own musical projects. Just contact me on Facebook, Twitter, or via email and set something up. Let me know what you need for your project. Here's my latest beat I call Judgment Day. Original beat Judgment Day by Shepard Ambellis. Remember, if you need an all original beat, contact Shepard Ambellis. Copyright 2020. Hi everyone, Shepard Ambellis here, and I wanted to personally thank you for tuning in to the Ambellis Talk Network where you can listen to your favorite shows and guests chop it up 24-7.
24-7-365. News, talk, and commentary. ATN.Live has it all. Great shows like Rained Out Rantcast, Conspiracy Chicks, Berserker Survival, The Cole Report, and my show, The Shepherd Ambella Show. Click the schedule button on the main page to view the full schedule. Also, don't forget to support the network. Scroll down to the bottom of the main page and show some love. Check out your favorite shows, ATN.Live, the Ambellus Talk Network. This is Bethany Adani from The Shepherd Ambellis Show, co-host with Aaron Cole. And I'm here to remind you that you can catch us on Ambellis Talk Network, Monday through Friday, 8 p.m. Eastern Time, 7 p.m. Central. Again, you can catch us on ATN.Live. Call anytime and show us some love. ATN.Live, The Shepherd Ambellis Show, with Shepherd Ambellis and co-host Bethany Adani, which is myself, and Aaron Cole. Join us. A T N A T N A T N A T N dot live. For the ones who work hard to ensure their crew can always go the extra mile. And the ones who get in early so everyone can go home on time. There's Granger, Offering professional-grade supplies backed by product experts so you can quickly and easily find what you need. Plus, you can count on access to a committed team ready to go the extra mile for you. Call, clickgranger.com or just stop by. Granger, For the ones who get it done. When you need mealtime inspiration, it's worth shopping Kroger, where you'll find over 30,000 mouth-watering choices that excite your inner foodie. And no matter what tasty choice you make, you'll enjoy our everyday low prices, plus extra ways to save, like digital coupons worth over $600 each week. You can also save up to $1 off per gallon at the pump with fuel points. More savings and more inspiring flavors make shopping Kroger worth it every time. Kroger, fresh for everyone. Fuel restrictions apply.